Well, praise be to the awesome name of Jesus Christ forever. Amen? Jesus Christ is Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Well, today we're going to look at the uh, Christmas story. Praise the Lord. And you know, many times people, when they think of Christmas in the world today, it uh, many times is an afterthought that it's Jesus that is the reason for the season. Amen? A lot of people think it's uh, presents, it's Santa Claus, it's family get-togethers, it's, you know, something else. But, you know, uh, I'm not necessarily condemning any of that. And, and even though Santa Claus is not uh, what Christmas is all about, you know, if you look at it like a, a fun pretend thing, I'm fine with that. Just don't let him pre- replace Jesus. Amen? Because then he becomes the devil incarnate. Are you listening to me in your mind? So it's important that we understand that Christmas is about Jesus. And when I think of Christmas, I think of it as a reminder, not only of Jesus, but of the God of miracles. It is a time like no other time that uh, reveals the God of miracles. Amen? Amen? Praise God. And when we talk about Jesus himself, how can you even think about uh a Jesus without miracles. He not only was miraculously born, but his life had miracles that flowed like rivers, and his death and burial and resurrection and his return is imminent, praise God. Hallelujah. And so really when you talk about Jesus, you're talking about the God of miracles. Amen? Praise God. So I want us to look at Luke chapter 1. And what is a miracle? You know, I think sometimes we need to clarify that. Uh, Miracles are unnatural. It's where God intervenes in the natural uh, aspect of, of the things we deal with and causes them to do things that are not possible in the natural course. Amen? To be raised from the dead is a, is a great miracle. Amen? To be born again is a great miracle. Uh, Jesus being born is a a miracle. God intervened into time and space and brought forth eternity and, and undid the course of natural things and brought forth supernatural things. Amen? Praise God. So uh, that's, that's in a nutshell what miracles are. Many times they're instantaneous. But many times they're not. And many times it's, you know, it happens in a moment of time and then it's done. Many times it's intervention and then God keeps it that way for a a space of time. Praise God. Hallelujah. Well, I could preach some more on that. But let's just go to the Christmas story. Amen. So I want us to go to Luke chapter 1, verse 26. And we're going to read all the way through to verse 38. I'm going to read from the New King James. And it reads, Now in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. And having come in, the angel said to her, Rejoice, highly favored one. The Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. But when she saw him, 
She was troubled at his saying and considered what manner of greeting this was. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Highest, and the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of, the, of his kingdom there will be no end. Then Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I do not know a man? And the angel answered and said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore also that Holy One, who is to be born, will be called the Son of God. Now indeed Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age, and this is now the sixth month of her, who was called barren. For with God nothing will be impossible. Then Mary said, Behold the maidservant of the Lord, let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. Father, I thank you for your written word. I thank you for the power of your Holy Spirit. I give you the praise and the glory. And I thank you for the working of your spirit in the lives of people that hear this message. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise God. So as we look at the birth of Jesus, we see a miraculous birth. She was a virgin. She had not had sexual relations with anyone. And yet the Holy Spirit intervened. And by the power, the miracle working power of God, the dunamis of the Holy Spirit, Jesus was conceived in Mary and later would be born. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. So this is a miracle birth. We see the angel appearing. We see the power of God. And we see Jesus not born of, of natural means, but supernatural, miraculous means. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. In Luke chapter 2. Verse 8 is where I want to begin. It says, Now there were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be the sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling cloths, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. Praise God forever. Now in verse 15. So it was when the angels had gone away from them into heaven that the shepherds said to one another, Let us now go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. Now when they had seen him, they made widely known the saying which was told them concerning the child and all those who heard it marveled at those things which were told 
than by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. Then the shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told them. Praise God. Here we find uh, angels announcing the birth of Jesus to shepherds as they're just out tending flock. These shepherds went to Bethlehem and recognized Jesus. Why? Because they believed the message of the angelic host. They believed the Lord had spoken to them. Amen? That's what enabled them to recognize Jesus. Otherwise, he was just a little baby in a manger. But because they had been told where to find him, what to look for, and they believed it and they acted upon it, they, they saw who Jesus was. Amen? Amen? Praise God. And it's the same in our lives when we put into practice the Word of God. When we believe God has spoken by the Scriptures and we begin to act upon it, then we'll begin to see Jesus in our lives as well. Praise God. We'll recognize Jesus and we will be praising God as well. Praise God. I want us to go to Acts chapter 10. Acts chapter 10. Here we find the life and ministry of Jesus. There is no way I can fit all of the miraculous things of Jesus in this short period of time. But I want you to see what the Bible says is a synopsis of his life and ministry. In Acts 10, 38, the Apostle Peter is, is preaching. And I went to the wrong place, so let me find it. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Acts 10, 38. All right, praise God. And it reads, How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power, dunamis, praise God, miracle power, who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. This is a very short synopsis of in uh, the, uh, the sermon of Peter, the Apostle Peter. And he is declaring that he was the anointed of Almighty God, Jesus of Nazareth, with the Holy Spirit, praise God. And he went about doing good by the power of that anointing of the Spirit, by the power of the Holy Spirit. And he healed. He brought forth miracles of healing, praise God. And he delivered them from the works of the devil, praise God. Because God was with him. Hallelujah. In reality, he was united with God. Amen? That is a better way of understanding it. He and God were one. Amen? So as we understand that the miracles of Almighty God flowed through the life and ministry of Jesus, then we see again miracles in Jesus and in reference to him. Amen? Hallelujah. Praise God. The God of miracles. Amen. I want us to go to Mark chapter 16. Mark chapter 16. Jesus. Uh, oh, excuse me. I got ahead of myself. 
We'll get to Mark 16, but let's go to 1 Corinthians 15. And we find the Apostle Paul that is preaching here. And in verse 1, it reads, or the writings of Paul, Moreover, brethren, I declare to you the gospel which I preach to you, which also you received, and in which you stand by which also you are saved if you hold fast that word which I preached to you unless you believed in vain for I delivered to you first of all that which I also received that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures and that he was buried and that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures and that he was seen by Cephas or the Apostle Peter then by the twelve. After that he was seen by over five hundred brethren at once, of whom the greater part remained to the present, but some have fallen asleep or died. After that he was seen by James, then by all the apostles. Then last of all he was seen by me also, as by one born out of due time. Praise God. So this speaks of Jesus dying for our sins praise the lord for that but also being raised from the dead on the third day and then making his appearance known as the resurrected christ to many people praise god 500 at once as well as the the apostles and the half-brother james praise god james being born of joseph and mary and so it's important that we understand that there are miraculous things going on in the death, burial, and resurrection and even before he ascends on high. Which brings us to Mark chapter 16. Praise God. Mark chapter 16. And we're going to read the Great Commission according to Mark. And in verse 14, this goes along with what uh, the Apostle Paul was writing about. In chapter 16, verse 14, Later he appeared to the eleven as they sat at the table, and he rebuked their unbelief and hardness of heart, because they did not believe those who had seen him after he had risen. And he said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel, to every creature he who believes and is baptized will be saved but he who does not believe will be condemned and these signs will follow those who believe in my name they will cast out demons they will speak with new tongues or languages they will take up serpents which means to cast them out to put them out and if they drink anything deadly it will by no means hurt them. Divine protection. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. Praise God. And so here we find that Jesus is giving the great commission. And we find in verse 20. And they went out and preached everywhere, the Lord working with them and confirming the, the word through the accompanying signs. Amen. So the Lord not only uh, gives them a, the great commission, but he is working with them even as they obey him. 
Amen? And it is the same today. The Holy Spirit is upon us to manifest the Lord's presence, the Lordship of Jesus in our life, and He is at work with us and through us as we go out to do the Word of God. Amen? Amen. Praise God. And so, um, in verse 19, I, I must read that. So then after the Lord had spoken to them, He was received up into heaven and sat down at the right hand of God. So He ascended on high. Now, in uh, Acts chapter 1, in verse 9, it says, Now when He had spoken these things, while they watched, He was taken up, and a cloud received Him out of their sight. And while they looked steadfastly toward heaven, as He went up, behold, two men stood by them in white apparel two angels who also said men of Galilee why do you stand gazing up into heaven this same Jesus who was taken up from you into heaven will so come in like manner as you saw him go up into heaven praise God he has ascended but don't ever forget he's coming back and there are many signs that recently have developed to uh, confirm the, God, the, the Word of God and that Jesus is very near. Amen? Jesus is coming back. Jesus is coming back. I want you to say that to yourself. Jesus is coming back. The miracles that surround and are found in Jesus are endless. I've just given you a few little spots of Scripture. We are still living out the miracle worker. In and through our lives, we can see the power of God do mighty things in and through us. We can be born again, which is a wonderful miracle. We can be filled with the Holy Spirit, with the evidence of speaking in other languages that we have never learned, yet we still speak as we've received of the Spirit. We're able to go out and confirm the Word with signs following, to bring others into the born-again experience, to bring others into the baptism in the Holy Spirit, to disciple them, to enable them to be delivered from the works of the devil, praise God. We can do the same works Jesus did because He commanded us to go forth, because His Spirit can dwell and uh, within and upon us, praise God. Because the Word of God is true, praise God. Because Jesus is still the God of miracles. Amen. Glory. Hallelujah. Receive Him into your life. Amen. Begin to learn of Him. Begin to declare Him. Begin to go forth into all the world, praise God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I give you praise. And I give you glory. Amen.